Hey everybody, welcome to Dawson's Darlings. Today we're going to talk about season six, episode one. The kids are all right. We're in season six, final season, finally. Yeah, it's here. Yeah, it's here. The uh, I hate that this is the max episode summary. Yeah, get it, it right. HBO's <laughs> dead. HBO is dead. Why would you take out the key part of the brand in the day? I, I don't know. I don't know. Stupid. The have you max. Se- Go ahead. Have you <laughs> seen me. that meme though, where it's like your move, Peacock? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's nice. Uh, yeah. They that should just audience because of. Our immaturity. Oh, I get it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah butt stuff. <laughs> nice. The Max episode summary says, at the end of summer reunion in Boston. Hang on. Is that how it says it? Yeah, this, this is how it's written. At the end of summer reunion in Boston, reignites Dawson and Joey's long simmering romance. I don't that's think not we a needed sentence. more. T- no, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that's fucking intern. This episode first aired October second, two thousand two. It was written by Tom Capinos, and I don't know what that accent is, and directed by Gregory Prange, Greggy P. I have a question right off the bat. Sure. So I don't know. I'm curious what it was like when it first aired, because the beginning of this episode and maybe this whole season, we're not, I'm not sure yet, obviously, they seem to be setting the tone that this is now a show about Joey Potter and her pals. Is that true? I really don't remember. But do you agree? Yes, a hundred percent. This is, I mean, it even just starts with her voiceover, her point of view. We don't even see Dawson until the very, very end of this whole thing. By thing, I mean episode. It's like so from from her perspective. And I was like, oh, shoot, this is Joey's show now. Yeah. And, you know, it kind of was like that last season too. Once they went away to college, it sort of started to feel like Joey's show. Yeah, because you can't follow Dawson to L.A. and then leave all of your other main characters behind. Yeah. Sending to L.A. was a mistake, in my opinion, both morally and for (laughs) writing the moral arc of the show. And just in general, as someone who uh, is prolifically, you're prolifically in the biz. And as someone who is prolifically asked to leave the biz, but I still am in Los Angeles. I would say I'm prolifically adjacent to the biz now. Oh, I think you're in it, baby. Uh, TBD. (laughs) TBD. (laughs) TBD. Um, I have a small, like, annoying thing about Max. Mm -hmm. You can't, the space bar doesn't press play or pause anymore. The whole app, the rollout of it was so screwed up, and the app itself is so buggy now. Someone fucked up. Someone fucked up big time. Yeah. I tried to go on it this morning to finish this episode and it wouldn't even click the profile. It was just like, nope. It wouldn't let you click on little CJ Craig? No. For some reason, that picture looks like you to me. Like, (laughs) Oh my God. What a fucking honor of a lifetime. Jesus. (laughs) For, I don't know, the facial expression she's making. I'm just like, that's something Kim would do. So I I don't (laughs) know if it was maybe my Roku, but it was probably the freaking app. So I shut the TV off and put it back on. That's not the first time it's happened. Yeah, they um they screwed up big time. And I was going to at the gym the other day, I was going to watch a little uh Max as I was working out. And because you know I'm you know how I'm a gym head now. Yeah. <laughs> and um I had to, you know, read out I don't understand why it's a new app. And I made a I was talking to Tick about it the other day, and someone was like, Well, it's easier to create a new app than rebuild. I want to be like, okay, but this is a multi- billion dollar company i don't know perhaps do it like not this easy is way but perhaps the leader in television streaming and cable television uh, whatever you know what the writers should no. go on strike about it oh wait yeah too late hey not to nitpick though um 
it's it's not TV. It's HBO. <laughs> it's not HBO either. It's Max. <laughs> oh man, that doesn't roll off the tongue. It sucks. <laughs> Whole it's thing Max. sucks. <laughs> it, Max, um, just that was one of the kids on Fuller. That's what it makes me think of. Is one of one of our little characters, mm. little kids. That's all. Sh- shall we get back to Justin, to Joey's Creek? Eh, no, I'm okay. All right. Well, what do you think? Do you want to? I mean, I had to waste 45 minutes of my life watching this episode, so let's. All right. Let's fine. waste other people's time by talking <laughs> yeah. about it. Yeah. All right. Cold open. Um, we're starting with some very of the aughts voiceover from Joey as she like explains what everybody's summer was like. It is very um it, clear cell ad, clueless. Yeah, it's really cliche. Yeah. I um I had some thoughts, as you know, on the edit the cuts that they were using the transitions between scenes oh my god the one where it's like spiky on the sides and it pulls out like that yeah very saved by the bell yeah yeah so overall yikes Um, i know that the little cut to um audrey and pacey in the car with the green screen with la is supposed to be like kind of campy and funny but it's way too over the top (laughs) It's uh it's a rough one. It's rough. It, it's a rough one. Um yeah. Yeah. I mean it Pacey. was campy, but yeah. Pacey's coming in back from LA with the goatee baby. How do you feel about it? I still think he looks very handsome because that's kind of how he looks now. They make him look oh, older yeah. and a little bit more distinguished, and he's still a very handsome man. But for the sake of like watching Dawson's Creek, I really wanted, like, you know. Early late nineties Pacey Witter with his little baby face. Yeah. I hate the goatee. <laughs> I hate it. I'm not a goatee fan. Sorry to all of our goatee head listeners. But um it's not <laughs> hey, listen, we don't mean to offend. We're not goateeists. Yeah, no, not at all. If you know, do what's in your heart. But you know. But she's not into it. Not Ears, this one. Yes, goatees, no thanks. Yes, beards big time. Yeah. No thanks to the goatees. <laughs> no thanks, bye. Um, okay, so we got Pacey and Audrey. They went to Hollywood. They went to Hollywood, baby. Uh, Pacey, or uh, Jack and Eric fell in love and broke up, and now Jack is kind of a, a whore, which we love. He's in his yeah. horror era. Yes, explore yourself, Jack. Yeah. I, and he's, he's looking good. He's looking good. He is exploring um, other gentlemen. He's Many exploring other the weight bench. Oh, you know, because he's got jacked arms now. Jacked Jack. arms. <laughs> I'm telling you, it just happens. It's so natural. <laughs> um, Jen's parents got divorced. I thought they were already, but okay. Me too. She's thrilled. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and Joey and Dawson, who had their big confusing airport love fest did not talk even once that is so weird to me it's so weird it's so weird that's like not normal behavior you literally kissed him goodbye at the airport said i love you to each other and then didn't speak for three whole months you didn't even call her to tell her you landed like you didn't even <laughs> Texter. Also, they never brought up the fact that Grams eloped in Vegas. Yeah. They were kind of just um, like, anyway, Grams is in college now. (laughs) And she's on the phone with Mr. Smalls, but he's not living with her. Uh, Who knows? These these new age weddings these days, you know? (laughs) That's true. That is true. Uh, opening credits, some very nice new scenes in the opening credits. Uh, also, Busy Phillips is now a series regular. Hey, what is uh, what does Retro think about Busy Phillips being a series regular? So Brian <laughs> Brian stepped out to run an errand, so obviously Retro is very unchill. <laughs> like, if we're not both in the same room, not even just the same house, he's like, this will not stand. He's got to protect you both. He is a good guard dog. Yeah. Um, 
so Busy Phillips is a series regular now. And uh, as evidenced by the clips, so is Pacey's fucking goatee. <laughs> Here to stay. Yeah, that's nice, I think, for others. Act one. Uh, we got Joey, like, rushing off to class. And then she fucking runs flat into a guy in a Hawaiian shirt. And, and what I can only assume is a flip-flop. Gentlemen. Stop wearing flip-flops. Well, we're made to think he's a student because he's very, like, young and hip-looking, I guess. Is this Oliver Hudson? <laughs> no, it's not all no. Oliver. No. Anyway, he's really rude to her, has this, like, whole exchange where he's just like, Joey Potter, never heard of her. And it's like, you should be so lucky, guy. Yeah. He also says, you hit pretty hard for a girl. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Joey is late to go meet a teacher. Turns out, uh-oh, that's the teacher she's supposed to meet. Oh, yeah, the guy in the flip-flops in the Hawaiian shirt. Real professional. <laughs> Fucking flip-flops. And like a bottle of sun in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it did make me kind of nostalgic, though. Very classic of the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we got Pacey and Audrey. They roll up to the school in a very dirty car and uh they've got jack out osborne playing himself in the car so random like it took me a second to even remember him because 2002 that was like a big that what was their show on the mtv called on the mtv on the, the osborne the osborne's yes 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 uh, <laughs> it, it did come to me yes um yeah this was like their prime height of their fame when anyone really cared about them yeah and um if you are not familiar with the show, that was like they I think the draw of the show was that they cussed a lot. That was like, I think the only pitch in MTV was like, hey, nobody is going to remember Ozzy Osbourne like in our demo. But his kids and him and his wife, they cuss all the time. We got to get a show for them. <laughs> so he is. That's why he's cussing in this scene and they're bleeping it. It's like. Yeah. Weird. All right. Well. That must have been a big get at the time. Must have been. Um, so it turns out that Jack Osborne, by the way, we never see him again. And I mean, I don't remember for the rest of the show, but for the rest of the episode, we never see him again. Yeah, that tracks. Uh, he grew up next to Audrey and in a very gross, nobody thought this like throwaway line through. Um, we get a piece of information that Jack used to spy on Audrey when she was changing with his telescope, which is gross on its own. But and she's like, "Ew, how dare you?" Then he says, "My dad did it too." Since they grew up together or grew up next door to, nor, next door to each other, it has to be assumed that she was a minor mm -hmm. when he was watching her naked. Well, you know, two thousand two, man, it was like really cool to be a ped. <laughs> <laughs> So. <laughs> they're just so. vibing with that yeah 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 yeah. casual too very casual <laughs> um and then jack leaves because he's gonna go to worthington original i guess and uh audrey kisses pacey goodbye and she's like oh i'm sad the summer's over and the magic of it is gone um and pacey that we also learned in the scene that pacey has a little job interview thanks to pacey audrey's dad at the like stock market or something. Yeah. He's going to be a, a stock seller. He's going to be a finance bro. God, with that goatee? <laughs> Actually, he's halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then back in Joey's meeting, turns out that her scholarship barely covers her tuition. Um, oh, also, she didn't go to Paris. That's like part of the her opening monologue, which good no one because, thought you were going to joey so relax <laughs> because you don't care about paris <laughs> she's not a paris head you know yeah <laughs> um but it turns out that her scholarship like only just barely covers her tuition and so she is offered a job as a research assistant to which she's like eh, i don't know maybe and this guy in his hawaiian shirt is like people are literally killing each other for this job that i just straight up offered you are they? I don't know. I don't go to Worthington Original. Yeah, I didn't go to a prestigious college either. My college was online. And it's closed now. 
<laughs> no, that one was in person, and it is closed. Oh, got it. <laughs> yeah, big time closed. Um, so Joey's like, ah, eh, I don't know. And then this teacher's like, hey, also couldn't help but notice that you're a sophomore, so you're not even qualified to be in the class that you're in. And so maybe don't even be in my class. And then she, um, they make a deal where if she can read all of last exit to Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. Then she can be in the class. It's 320 pages. She can do it. In like three hours though? 320 pages. Oh my God. Don't you get sleepy? Of course. (laughs) You power through. You don't sleep. But Joey doesn't do that, does she? The progress, the lack of progress that she was making on this book was killing me the entire time. Yeah, she read like seven pages max. Yeah. Max? I'm telling you, like, it's just so natural for me to be like so pithy. (laughs) (laughs) She's pithy. She's sweaty. She's cool. (laughs) I'm not cool. Very sweaty, actually. Um, Now, uh, over to the sugar shack where Jen's like giving a whole monologue about how happy she is that her parents got divorced while Jack sneaks out with another guy. So funny. I love how Jen and Jack are like legit bro and sis now. Yeah, it's real cute. Except they still have this like weird sexual tension, but you know what? Whatever. Who, which brother and sister doesn't? <laughs> ew, <laughs> ew, ew. We can make that joke because we don't have brothers. I have a stepbrother, and we don't have any sexual tension. I'm fine with that. Good. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> Back in the dorm. Um, so Pacey and Joey are alone for like the quickest little second. And Pacey's like, when Audrey comes in here, no matter what I say, she says, no matter what, absolutely, the answer is absolutely no. And then Audrey comes in a second later and is like, hey, can Pacey stay here for a few nights? No. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Gotta have a little bit of a break from each other. Yeah, they just spent an entire summer together, and Audrey's a lot. The goatee is a lot. Yeah. So LA two- is a lot. Oh, yeah. LA is fucking exhausting. I'm sorry. Hey, hey, come back. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> um, so, no, the answer is no. Pacey cannot stay uh, with them in the dorm for a couple nights. So then uh, Audrey and Pacey leave. And then Joey is like, let me crack open this book that I have to read in just a couple hours. And as she gets to the first little word, uh, Dawson calls, leaves a message saying that he is going to be in town for the weekend and wants to meet her for coffee at two o'clock, which is an hour before class. I'm very worried about her book. Why? Because then she's like, I'm going to go. See you later. And she just goes. There's no way she was going to finish this book. Take a take a shot at least. She did. She cracked open the spine, read the foreword, read the dedications. <laughs> Smelled it. Mm. Man, crack that spine. That was a Foley artist level. Wow. Now you do it. Oh, that was pretty good. That was really, really good. I've been practicing, you know, like not to brag, but. Wow, it's paying off. Thank you. (laughs) Putting it on the resume. Stupidest thing we've done this entire show (laughs) for some reason. Well, I'm glad that the audience can come on a journey with us, you know? Yeah, yeah. The hero's (laughs) journey. My hero, that's for sure. Aw. Aw. Act two. Um, Pacey's going to borrow one of Jack's suits because his new job, as discussed, is uh, selling stocks. So he's got to just the part, you know? Yeah. Um, And then uh, so Jack's like playing video games and they're just sitting there being like, so this is what it's like to live at the Sugar Shack, huh? Seems kind of boring. Boring. Jack's like, yeah, it's really hard to like bring dudes home. Which it seems like he's actually doing a great job of it. So yeah, like Jack, chill out for a second, please. Are you using protection? Oh God, I hope so. You don't want to get pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Thank you. Um, 
And on that, the boys decide maybe they could live together, kind of. I so they're going to. That's gonna... a great idea, honestly. I love it. But I think Jen I would feel left out. Bring Jen. Yeah, but then Grams will be lonely. Bring Grams. <laughs> then why doesn't he just live in the sugar shack? Yeah, fuck it. Live in the sugar shack. <laughs> live in the sugar shack. You know? Yeah. So change nothing. <laughs> Yeah, essentially. Um, oh, except for we're going to change everything because in Jen's art history class, which is the first time I think we've ever seen her go to class, even though she's been at college this entire time, Gramps is in class with her. Oh, Jennifer. <laughs> yeah, uh, th- this kind of came out of nowhere. I think they just want more Grams. So they were like, mm, the wedding thing wasn't enough. So let's just put her in college. Yeah. That'll be natural. That's right. Well, she attended one of Clifton's summer school classes and remembered that she likes being a student. Fucking nerd. I'll tell you right there. Fucking nerd. Nerd alert. <laughs> Pretty cool, actually, though. I would do it. Yeah. Oh, I miss going to school. Right? Mm-hmm. I miss learning. I mean, I still learn about stuff, but it's not, like, good for my brain, like, on TikTok, you know? You're learning stuff on TikTok, though. It's important. I suppose I am. <laughs> What's the last thing you learned on TikTok? Ooh, good question. Thank you. Oh, I learned that dogs dream about their owners when they sleep. <gasps> Stop it. Doesn't that make you want to just like die? Oh my God. I, I love that so much. I'm mad. I know. Like I, I know. I kind of wish I didn't know it. Oh. What do you think Ruth dreams about? She sleeps 90% of the day. I think she probably dreams about you. Oh, that's infuriating. About clawing you to death. (laughs) (laughs) No. She does this thing when she's sleeping. Like if I put my little arm, she'll like pull it closer. Like she's tucking like it's a stuffed animal so she'll like pull and like snuggle into it and then when i go to move she'll like pull it back no it's pretty cute actually. animals are the best right except for snakes well a snake is not an animal oh okay it's a reptile <laughs> reptiles are animals oh yeah they're not mammals <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so See, maybe we should both school. do summer school <laughs> yeah uh then we're in a super cool apartment this apartment is cool well it ought to be because the inhabitant of this apartment has very well put in purple streaks in her hair yeah she's cool they look very natch and she is british or australian right yeah, <laughs> she's got some attitude and, you know. She's a that, punk rock. She plays the drums. She's a girl drummer. Yeah, which is like, she's a unicorn. Yeah, she should meet Jack. She should what? Meet Jack. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, she should if Pacey's trying to get him to move in too. Well, no, because Jack was a gay athlete in high school. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. I get it now. Yeah, yeah. Let me try it again. She should meet Jack. Oh, yeah, I know, because they're both unicorns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's good. Um, so Emma is looking for a roommate. Pacey is there as possibly he and Jack could live there with her. Uh, but Emma does not want to live with boys. Mood. Yeah. Same. Also, legitimately she doesn't want to live with someone who doesn't have a job so like i get it Mm -hmm. absolutely i did for a second when pacey's like trying to get her to change her mind and there she's like he's like hey i know it's like a sexual chemistry thing like you don't want it that's great i can assure you these are two men we are not going to fall in love with you and i really for a second thought he was going to be like because jack and i are both gay because that that would be like a trope right sure yeah but he doesn't but this is the guy who like kind of literally just cheated on his girlfriend so pacey you're not really helping yourself out here yeah yeah well she doesn't emma doesn't know that she was too busy playing the drums oh yeah of course yeah yeah 
Um, and then uh, in class with Jen and Jack, the professor of the history of pop culture is very handsome. Super hot. And straight. I mean, they didn't have a chance with him anyway, but okay. Nice yeah. to look at, guys. Yeah, that's fun. Um, they have – so it's a history of pop culture and he was like, topics will include – I can't remember what they were, but one of them was The Rise of WB, which is interesting because there is a very excellent book that I highly recommend called Season Finale, The Rise and Fall of the WB. Interesting. Yeah. So highly recommend it. Okay. Put it on Let's my list. Let's read it right now. Okay. 320 pages. <laughs> you can give it to me when we see each other soon. <gasps> yeah. And oh, then I can get it back from you when I see you again. How fun is that to say? Ah, it's the best. I was thinking about it this morning while I was making my bed. Aw. I don't remember why, but I just was like, oh, I'm going to see Zaz so soon. I love that time in your day for you to be reminded of me. Yeah. Well, it's most of the day anyway, but it's, so it's nice. First thing in the morning. <laughs> yeah, first thought in my head. <laughs> um, then uh, we're at a coffee shop. Joey, again, I don't know why I'm so worried about this. She is not far enough along in the book considering her deadline. <laughs> um, but she is waiting for Dawson, who's never, who didn't show up. And then she's late to class. It doesn't seem worth it. This is kind of rude. He could have, like, given her a heads up. Could have FaceTimed. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, those jokes never get old. No. Um, so Joey runs to class. Um the Hawaiian shirt teacher gives her a very hard time about it. Like, you know, do you want to sit here? Here's a good seat. Kind of just like fucking with he's her. He's so I, dickish. He's a dick, but also like she's late to a class. Yeah, I guess. And then her phone starts ringing. Oh my God. I mean. <laughs> That's it. That's all I have to say about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I forgot that like phones used to ring. Yeah. I've had my phone on silent since like. 2008. Let me tell you something. My sweet, kind prince of a stepfather, not only is his fucking phone not on silent, it is always at like volume 20. <laughs> it's like he bought a special version of the iPhone that could be louder. And it doesn't just ring. It rings to say who's calling him. Oh, God, that's so annoying. Remember when someone's phone went off at my wedding and I called them out? Yeah. <laughs> Remember when I, I tried to stop your wedding? No, it was just a game plan. That must not have gotten to me. Oh, interesting. I talked to a lot of people about it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you try to stop it? I wanted my moment. Oh, just for you us are to have a cute little such moment. Such an intention, or <laughs> I know, yeah, it doesn't make me sweat. <laughs> right. Um, so her phone rings. He answers it, which is. A very funny move, actually. Uh, answers it and then is like, okay, moving on. And then turns back and tells the entire class that it was Audrey calling to say that Dawson did call to say that he couldn't make it, but he'd like to meet everyone at Hell's Kitchen for dinner later on that night. Okay. And then on top of all of that, he's like, okay, now let's talk about last exit to Brooklyn. Hey, um, you, sophomore, what did you think about it? She's like, I only read the beginning. Oh, it's so embarrassing. Have you ever had a moment like that in a class where you're like, I didn't finish? No. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> but God love you for asking. How about you? Um, I don't think I would have had to say that if I got called on, but I don't think I was put in that situation. Oh, good. Good. Oh, God. In high school, that would have been me in every single class at every single turn. Oh, yeah. Like I de never did homework in high school. Never. But no, in college, I, I was a real fucking nerd <laughs> nice um oliver is in this class he's a student that talks about the book and like it disagrees with joey's assessment of what she read of the book okay that's oliver hudson you asked if the teacher was Oliver oh, Hudson. oh and yes. he's related to kate hudson yes and so um fun fact his nickname is ollie and I am going to do my very, very best to just say Oliver. <laughs> okay. But every time I see him, I always think, oh, Ollie. And we just did How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days for our hiatus. It's like we planned that. We did? You, you planned it very well. Thank you. 
You're welcome. She's a smart cookie. <laughs> uh, act three at Hell's Kitchen. Got Pacey, Audrey, and Jack. They're there. They run into Emma, who works there. Pacey again tries to convince her to let him and Jack live with her. Doesn't work. And then uh, over the jukebox, Pacey and Joey like have a little moment together. And Joey asks why he doesn't want to live with Audrey. And Pacey says that after when Joey and Pacey went on their sailing summer, he came back and he didn't want it to end. But with Audrey, after a summer of Hollywood parties and Hollywood friends and Hollywood Audrey, he is tired and needs a break. Mm-hmm. Which is that's legit, very and fair. he's allowed to ask for it. Yes, him and Joey are still very cat and mouse here too. Like he's all biting her shoulder, and she's just saying, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. and it's like, whoa, you guys, do you need to rekindle something? You, the way that you started to say biting and then like adjusted yourself to not be so turned on by that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have so much more chemistry than Joey and Dawson do. Yeah. So I want to, we'll get to the we'll end when we it. get to the end, but I did want to bring that up. Oh um, God. It's so painful. Anyway, we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, then we're at the main table where Dawson has still not shown up and Audrey says that this is kind of how he was all summer, uh, up before the sun and home after midnight, which is just like, that's set life, baby. Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then turns out that Oliver hated Los Angeles, left Dawson a note that said, I'll see you in hell and then left town. Goodbye, Oliver. Get out of here. Sorry, man. Uh, and then Joey goes to go check on her song at the jukebox. This is like, she continues to do this all episode because I really want to drive home like a specific beat, but she goes to that fucking jukebox like five times. Um, now she meets Emma who offers her a job because Joey like smart mouths a drunk guy and Emma's like, Hey, and here's my thought. I get it for the show. You need a central location. So it works for Joey to work at this one location that everyone can hang out at because we don't have civilization anymore. Right. For the character, she has waited tables her whole life and hated it every single time. Why would she work here? Because apparently she makes great tips. Which she I feel won't. like I wish they would have figured something else out. I know. I agree. Yeah. Something to really go up against their whole research assistant thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Pacey heads out. He's like, I'm, I'm tired. I have to go to bed. And then Audrey, um, says that she misses the Pacey of your talk like, like that. Yeah. Um, Audrey does. Oh, he's, he's like, yeah, I, I'm, I just drove 3000 miles in three days. I just need to sleep. Is With all. you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking Jack Osborne. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> um, so he starts to head out, but Audrey stops him and presents him with a hotel key. Oh, a swanky. very fancy hotel that she has booked for the last night of their summer vacation. I thought that he was going to be like, can I stay in it alone? <laughs> yeah. I would have been like a very nice offer. Yeah. It would have been very selfless. Uh, and then uh, we got Jack, Jen, and Joey. Jack and Jen leave. And then it's just Joey. She waits around for a little bit and then she leaves. And as she crosses the street and heads home, a cab pulls up and there is Dawson. Finally. Screak. She's like, listen, all these bitches left me with the bill, sat here by myself. Now I have to go back into the bar. I already had it in my mind to go lay down. <laughs> oh, that's the fucking worst. Right? Oh. Act four. Uh, now we're in the bar with just Joey and Dawson, uh, and Dawson's like, hey, I, this is so crazy. I was on the phone with Stevie Spiels the other day because Stevie Spiels called. It is, this totally checks out. The, and Dawson, like, doesn't make it any of a bigger deal than it is. He just says, like, Stevie Spiels called for Todd, the director he's working for, uh, and Dawson put him through. So he, it was, like, very exciting for Dawson to be on the phone with his hero. And he's like, yeah, it was amazing. I said, hold on a second, please. Very, like you and I have both had moments like that where it's like very exciting and you had nothing to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, the more unbelievable, this is totally believable, 
But um, the more believable, unbelievable thing to me is that Stevie Spiels called Todd. <laughs> but in this world, Todd can be like, you know, the next up and coming guy. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. His um, mutton chops are a little too much for me. A little too mutton. <laughs> oh, do you want to work on it a little bit? Yeah, I'll workshop it and get back to you. Okay, thanks. Um, you can tell me when you see me in person. Oh my god! Oh, sorry, that was really loud. <laughs> oh, it's great though. I loved it. I love the enthusiasm. <laughs> um, so, uh, so now we've got Dawson and Joey. They're just talking. Joey Dawson's like tan, spitting a little game as he tells Joey how great she looks. Yeah, Joey's like he's really like thirsty. Yeah. And um, Joey straight up is like, mm, this feels like she's not into it. And then Dawson says, can a guy not tell a girl she looks great without there being some sort of manipulation involved? Not normally, no. Not when just a few months ago you told her you loved her and kissed her passionately. Passionately. Or at least tried to kiss her passionately. There's, We'll get to it. So then <laughs> Joey asks why they didn't talk this summer. Dawson says it was a little bit because he was busy and working all the time, but mostly because he thought about what she said about how everything would just like work itself out. And it made him feel so good about them that he didn't want to ruin that feeling <laughs> by talking to her. I would never have gone for that. Like if someone did that to me, I'd be like, you're done. We're done. This is done. <laughs> He basically was like, I didn't want to ruin the promise of our relationship by being in a relationship with you. I didn't want to even know anything about your life because um, I was busy. And I just thought so. you'd kind of ruin my good vibes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joey um, Joey tells him that he seems different. And he says, says that... Living his dream agrees with him, which Dawson tries to like blow off a little bit. But um, I also like that he knows he's living his actual dream. It's nice. Yeah. He's, he's into he's it. He's self-aware a little bit. Um, And then finally, the song that Joey wanted to play on the jukebox finally starts to come on. And Joey tells Dawson that it reminds her of um, the summer between seventh and eighth grade they went to go see Clueless and it was like raining really hard and they needed to run across the street. So Dawson just grabbed her hand and they ran across the street. And when they got into Dawson's mom's car, Queen Gail's car, all she could think about was how Dawson had held her hand. And the song that she chose for the jukebox was a song playing on the radio that day. And uh, I don't know, I just like that image of like a little Josephine Potter, a little seventh and eighth grade Joey Potter being so excited to hold Dawson's hand is very cute. Yeah, and I think it's very sweet how she just very nonchalantly recalls this with such detail. It like mm -hmm. really shows how much she loves him. Yeah. Do you don't yeah. remember that kind of stuff when someone doesn't mean anything to you? Exactly. But he did. He does. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the song playing on the Max episode of this is not the song, the original song. It was... Sophie B. Hawkins, as I lay me down in the original episode. Oh, that is such a better song than what they played. I know. I wish they could have cleared that one. That one's so good. Damn it, Max! <laughs> nice. Then Max from the um, Grinch shows up. That's the dog's name. Oh, God. <laughs> Arf! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sidebar, how much did you laugh when in Ted Lasso they were being the diamond dogs and Roy went, woof, woof. <laughs> it was, I yeah, love yeah. that. It was good. Um, I also have a note, like a side note about Ted Lasso <laughs> in this last scene, which is they're, um, they're in Joey's dorm and uh, it's Joey's birthday the next day. So Dawson like fast forwards the clock a couple minutes so she could he could give her the gift. And the gift is a snow globe of Hollywood. Yeah. Just cute. But I listen, a lot of people have a lot of opinions about the Ted Lasso finale. They're wrong. You and I are They're correct wrong. in that it was a perfect finale. 
Yeah, I agree. I loved it. No notes. Hey, everyone. It's me, Kim. Just Fabian here with a quick warning. If you have not seen the end of Ted Lasso, we are going to have spoilers. If you don't want to be spoiled, fast forward the next 30 seconds. We're going to talk about Dawson's Creek some more. And then at the very end of the episode, we are going to talk about the end of Ted Lasso for the last few minutes. So if you don't want to be spoiled, just skip over those parts. Otherwise, you've been warned. No notes. And what I thought about yesterday is that um, everybody is upset because they felt like Rebecca did not get enough of like a, she wanted to fall in love this entire time. And then her like love story at the end was just kind of like rushed. But I disagree. I think that it was a love story between her and the football team. So we actually saw this, saw her fall in love for three seasons. I think the fumble, as I mentioned to you, was that Apple TV fucking blew it. Yeah. Yeah. She she did say she wants to stay with her family. Yeah. Apple TV should have been clearer about like it's a finale. But the um, snow globe made me think also that Apple TV fucked up. Apple and Warner Brothers fucked up because they should be selling that fucking Richmond snow globe. Yeah. They might be overseas. I want it now. (laughs) 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 That's my thought. On Ted Lasso. I actually have a million more thoughts about Ted Lasso, but that'll be for the next podcast. Wait, so everyone just forgets Joey's birthday. Yeah, well, really, all together at a bar. But they could have at least cheers for me, like, "Here's to your birthday tomorrow. We're all together, and it's going to be twelve o'clock in about an hour. Let's just say happy birthday, Joe." They're not going to see her tomorrow. I would be pissed if I were. They're, they're drinking like fucking Diet Coke. I know. <laughs> I don't want to be cheers with that. Underage. This is babies. no, you know, jazz club in Cape Side where they can order a double. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. There's rules Everyone's here. Everyone's getting drunken. Yeah. Well, they're in Hell's Kitchen. Things are hey. taken seriously. Yeah. Emma's there. She's not there to fuck around. She has purple hair. <laughs> She's a drummer. Um, yeah, you're right. It is weird. It does feel like everyone forgot about her birthday. Her birthday's not until the next day, but yeah. Th- these people see each other all the time, though. Whatever. Okay. I think the snow globe was kind of lame. Well, she he could have gotten her more after not talking to her the entire summer. <sighs> I guess I would just not, I never got the appeal of snow globes. Like, I don't get them. I don't either, but I would buy that Richmond one. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. So, um, I have a couple snow globes, actually, now that I'm thinking <laughs> about it. Uh, I have a very small mm-hmm. one somewhere from uh, This Is Us, and I don't remember why, but all of a sudden there were, like, a ton of snow globes from the props department. Every time I see a snow globe, I think of that scene in Just Friends where he goes, my snow globe collection. (laughs) How great is that movie? Uh, uh, I watch it every year around Christmas. It's a good one. Anyway, and then so we got a snow globe and now they're going to kiss. Then they're going to they're going to hug. Then they're going to kiss. Yeah, then the grip gets a little tighter on the back, and you're just like, oh, shit. It's about to go down. They are it's lingering in this hug. <laughs> and uh, and they both know. This little hand moves a little bit. Game over. That's not all that's moving a little bit. Oh, her hands, too. And his peen. <laughs> yeah, ask me about my wiener. <laughs> What anyway, is that from? I don't remember, but it's a TikTok <laughs> sound right now. Um, no chemistry. They, I feel like kissing cousins would have hotter chemistry. <laughs> yeah, who's back? Right? It's like literally their hands are so stiff, their lips are just like way too puckered. It's no Joey and Pacey, that is for sure. (laughs) But and then he like lays her down, and I'm just like, this is so hard to watch. And it's a shame because we do want we ship them, as the kids used to say. We want Joey and Joey and Dawson are endgame, obviously, but 
it's just really a shame that they are not vibing as well on screen. Yeah. And I wonder if part of it is because, and like, listen, Greggy Prange has done a ton of these episodes and he did a lot of Winter Hill too. Like he works constantly. Like he knows what he's doing, especially when it comes to this show. But um, I wonder if part of the reason that this is so awkward is that they wanted to make it into like a moment instead of letting it be um, a little bit more natural because they, it is so like, hands forced yeah on the side of his neck uh-huh. and like the shot is very like we got to get the hands we got to get like we got to make a meal out of them like laying down and it's it feels yeah. like maybe it's forced yeah yeah and i wonder if they would have like had if it would have just felt a little bit more like chemistry driven if they just let him like, do it be more natural yeah yeah so oh well oh well next week season six episode two the song remains the same Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. now kim (laughs) yes oh boy (laughs) if anyone wanted to speak with you at length about the ted lasso season finale uh, do it at your own risk, folks. But where <laughs> can they find you? Yeah, uh, yeah. Do it at your own risk. But I Truly. have so many thoughts. I feel like um, in Mean Girls, when the girls like, I just have a lot of feelings. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I feel. I just have so many thoughts about it. Um, unless you have, unless you're trying to tell me that you didn't like the finale, then I'm not interested in talking to you about it. So you only want to hear people who agree with you. Yes, of course. In any and all things. <laughs> any and all endeavors. Um, no, there's so much stuff on Twitter about people not liking the finale. And Even every time rolling sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, no. Please, please continue, continue. For the record, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I thought you were adding a natural pause. Um, even Rolling Stone, I saw a headline. It was like the end of a an extremely disappointing season three for Ted Lasso. I was like, fuck you. I wouldn't call that season disappointing in any regard. No, I don't understand. I don't understand it either. Some of my very favorite episodes happened in season three. Whatever. There's, I mean, I'll put it this way. This is not really defending Ted Lasso, but there is much worse television on TV. That's getting much higher praise. So everyone needs to chill out. Yeah. Yes. And also, it is the same opposite as succession. In Ted Lasso, you're the like the uh ambiguity and like nothing is exactly perfectly tied up with a bow. You kind of can just like infer what you think is gonna happen. Same with the ending to succession. Like some things were made very clear, and then some things were like, oh, okay, yeah. I guess we'll just not know more. It's the exact same thing. It's just the same opposite, and everybody has like uh a, a boner for the succession yeah. finale which was amazing also but like what do you then what and it's also like these tv series don't owe you anything mm-hmm. they yeah. are allowed to tell the character's story as they please because they're the ones who created it so like they don't owe you a nice little bow on the character's journey. They can do whatever the hell they want. And it's worked in the past and sometimes it hasn't worked, but it's not up to you. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what's driving me so bonkers about like the rhetoric online is it's it's not like, oh, I didn't, I was disappointed. It's they promised me this and they did not deliver me this. Yeah. They didn't promise you Nobody- shit. They promised you entertainment, which you got. Yeah. I'm getting hot again. <laughs> you know what I can't stop thinking, like laughing about though, is um, I'm trying to like I want to not be super spoily, spoilery in this conversation, but um, I thought a couple, like I, I definitely thought that one couple was like absolutely getting together, and there were so many signs that felt so clear to me. 
But it's funny to me to think about the cold open that they knew that the fans were going to hate it. And I, yeah. it makes me laugh so hard to think about how many conversations happening at the sh- like in the production office, in the writer's room, on set, while they were filming the scene and just being like, oh, people are going to hate this. That's funny to them, which I love because they don't yeah. owe you fucking anything. <laughs> yeah, that was such a good misdirect. Yeah. In my head, I was like, <gasps> Oh, same. Okay. Ah, I thought right. of you too because I was like, damn it, Cam, you spoke this into existence. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> but hey, you at Kim Offit on Instagram and Twitter, <laughs> at Kim Offit is here on TikTok. I'm talking about all this stuff on all those platforms still. You are. Hey, guess what? We have three new listeners to the show because I did a TikTok about Dawson's Oh, I saw that. Links. Yeah. And even in the TikTok, I called you one of my very favorite people in the world. And your response was to just go, ha ha. <laughs> no, but that's not what I was LOLing. <laughs> I know. I know. I just like that I started it off by saying like, she's one of my very favorite people in the world. And then here she is to comment, LOL. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> oh, good. We're doing all right. The kids are all right. Kids are AOSS. Yeah. <laughs> if someone wanted to talk to you about yeah. not having air conditioning, oh my where God. can they find you at? I'm not poor. I just live in a very old home. <laughs> no one thinks it's you so- have a seven story house. No one thinks you're poor. <laughs> Uh, it's funny I went to a barbecue with my neighbors the other day and we were all kind of like you don't have a bathroom on your first floor right yeah me either you don't have AC you don't have central air right good me either and we were all like kind of like swinging our dicks around about what we don't have (laughs) because we all live in 100 year old homes anyway um, I'm here for you at Ashley's Az on Instagram don't know why you would want to talk to me but it would be a delight to speak to you it's a delight to speak to you Zaz so Uh. You know, show has no um, social media needs. That's unfortunately, so we are up? on social media. Um, we are at Dawson's Darlings. Check us out. We have many esteemed followers. Please, and you want to be one of them. You want to be one of them. Who are they? Um, so many to name, but just to name a few off the top of my head. Um, sure, sure. Vice President Kamala Harris. We have uh, also her uh, niece, Nina, who is a boss. <gasps> yeah. That's a Blue get. Ivy Carter follows us, you know, of the Whoa. Renaissance World Tour. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, as of this weekend, Kate Hudson. Katie Hudson. Wow. Katie. Yeah, yeah, Katie Hudson. She loves we'll the episodes get Ollie so also. much. Mm. Really coming full circle. Full circle. Mm-hmm. 